there. Hey there. Great evening, folks. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. And if you're on my IG account right now, well, you're looking at my view, okay? And if you're on the podcast, remember, you can always follow me at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin here on Instagram, where I go live every night for you to pick my brain, to have your questions answered as it relates to manifestation, to talk about emotional intelligence, spirituality, happiness, making money. Okay, I'm an expert in this area because not only have I manifested my dreams, I am a self-made millionaire. And not just that, I'm extremely happy. And not just that, I am a awesome father, okay? Not just that, I'm an incredible lover. Hello? <laughs> but yes, folks, I'm here for you. If you're brand new, maybe you just bought the Genius Script course. Uh, I'm here to give all of you the opportunity to actually have a conversation with a millionaire to post your questions below so I can help you. I don't charge any money for this. I do this from the top of my heart because I truly believe that once a man or woman excel to a certain level in life, that he or she should make a abundant contribution to people's lives who want to succeed. How many of you want to succeed and how many of you are succeeding? Comment below. Okay. How many of you want to succeed and how many of you are currently succeeding now? Comment below. Mm. Hey, Georgia, how are you? So go ahead and comment your names here below. So tonight we're going to do a pick my brain, which means is you can comment your questions so I can help you. I know many people around the planet wish they had an opportunity to speak with a millionaire, pick the millionaire's brain, have lunch with them, have coffee with them. Well, this is your opportunity here, okay? I'm worth about $40 million. I'm in the digital marketing space. And not just that, I'm a great guy to talk to, okay? I am. And I'm. this is a rant, which means I'm going to be very unfiltered here. Um, I'm not going to be professional. I'm going to keep it real, if that's okay with you, because I want you to see the behind the scenes interactions of a multimillionaire, what we do, our behaviors, our attitudes, our habits, and our interaction with people like yourself here. How do you know exactly where to spend your time throughout the day? Uh, great question here. So the, the the young man or young woman asks me, well, you know, how do you know how to spend your time throughout the day? Well, listen, <clears throat> if you had a desire to build a mansion, okay, a mansion, and you wanted a large home, you wanted to be in a gated community, right? 
My question to you is, well, how would you know what to do? Like if you're the person building the home, how would you know what to do throughout your day? Well, the only reason why you know what to do throughout your day if you're building a home is because you know what your outcome is. Like you know that you want to build a mansion. So throughout your day, everything that you do has to be tailored to building a home. Getting the bricks, finding, you know, digging the foundation, getting the blueprints. So it's the same thing with life and when you're building a business that you need to know what the outcome is. The outcome is what is your end result? Many of us, unfortunately, we don't start there. We start with, well, what do I have to do? How do I make a million dollars? How do I become successful? How do I get happy? But my question to you is, what does the end result look like? Okay. What does the outcome look like? Because once you know what the outcome looks like, the activities and the behaviors during your day, if it doesn't align with the outcome, you just don't do it. Get it? Like when I wanted to become a millionaire, I realized that I couldn't go out to the club anymore because it just didn't align with the goal. I couldn't go to the bars because it didn't align with the goal. I, I couldn't talk to my friends because it didn't align with the goal. I couldn't watch TV because it didn't align with the goal. I wasn't on social media watching random videos because it didn't align with the goal. So I realized that it was a lot of things that I had to stop doing. And I will only do the things that align with the goal. What's that? Self-development audio, reading books assimilating knowledge, working on my skill, taking action, going to seminars, traveling domestically, going to uh, um, workshops that align with the outcome. Does that make sense? So that's how you know that or what to do throughout your day that aligns with your goal, okay? Family, friends, work. How do you decide where to spend your time? Oh, I just answered that question here. What's next? Thank you. You guys like my view? Smash the like button if you're loving my view right now from my bedroom. Uh, for being a great mentor, I've learned a lot from the rats. Thank you so much, um, Tanya Mika. Thank you. We have a Z from Canada as well. I have family pulling in all ways, but I'm tremendously focused on my business. Yeah, I just block them, honestly. And I know that sounds rude and crude, but listen, I want everybody to understand this. You have one life to live as we know it. I know some of you believe you're going to heaven. Some of you believe it's the afterlife. But right now, as we know it, we have one life to live. And all of us are getting older. And one thing that's very unique, not even unique, similar it's one day we're going to die, okay? That's inevitable. Every one of us will die one day. So I want you to really think about that when you're trying to appease and please your family and friends and you're trying to build a business at the same time you're trying to please these people. Listen, you got one life to live. Some of you are going to be 40, 50 years old trying to please people that you'll never be able to please. And all your dreams and goals... They're going to be dead. They're going to be in the graveyard because you didn't focus on them. What I'm saying is 
Take a year out of your life that you don't talk to your friends. Take a year out of your life that you don't talk to family. Block them. Let them know. Say, for the next year, I can't talk to you. I love you, but I can't talk to you. I can't text you. Don't email me. Don't DM me. Don't Snapchat me. Don't TikTok me. I, I, I don't want to hear from you. I love you. Okay? But I don't want to hear from you for the next year. Why? Because I'm working on myself and my business. Like, I did that, and I got rich. <laughs> okay? What I want you folks to understand, it's so incredible and it's almost unbelievable how much progress that you can make as a human being when you begin to isolate yourself from people who are not playing a significant role in your life, despite just saying, oh, that's my mama, that's my dad. I mean, what does that mean? So what? Your mom and your daddy, they're not your, they're not your caregiver any longer. Okay? They're only your mother and father by title, which means is now you're an adult. It's your responsibility to do what you have to do, one, to protect your energy, two, to go out there and do something significant on the planet and be something in life. Does that make sense? Okay. Does that make sense, everyone? What is the difference between meditation and prayer? Is meditation more powerful than prayer? Well, you know, everybody has the, a different definition of these two words, right? I am a PK kid, which means I'm a pastor's kid. I grew up in a church. And typically when people would pray, from my understanding, it's when they're asking for things. You know, praying to God, God, please heal me. God, please make sure everything's good. God, please bless this food. So my definition, just because of how I was raised, prayer it's a request to God to do something. Now, as an older man, as a older intelligent man, I realized that that is wrong, it's false. And I'm going to tell you why in a moment. But meditation, <clears throat> meditation is different because it's getting familiar with the mind. Meditation gets familiar with the thoughts that are taking place in the conscious and unconscious part of your mind. Now, my definition of prayer now as an older intelligent man is I don't believe you should pray to God asking for anything because, and that's even if you believe a God exists, that's a whole nother conversation. But if you do, prayer itself, requesting and asking God for something assumes that he has not, like he's almost holding it are not making it available to you. I truly believe that God makes everything available to us. Okay? He does. When you're born, everything is available to you. It's available. You become more aware as you mature as a human being. You become aware of what's available. But I truly believe that God, he makes everything available, which means you don't have to request. And God, please do this. Please pay my rent. Please, Lord, never do this again. Please. No, you don't have to do that. No. So, prayer in my opinion, should be more as a, a thankful, a, a gratitude. Like, I'm grateful that this is happening. I'm grateful that the healing has taken place. I'm grateful that my business is working well, right? To me, that's a different form of prayer, which some people don't agree with because most people, a lot of people in church, they tend to bring their pains and problems to God, which is another conversation as well. But did that make sense? How did you find the traders that trade for you? 
Um, they just gravitate to me, man. You know, once I start making a ton of money, you won't believe how many people want to do business with you. So, you know, most people, they just find me. Do you mix carrot juice with celery juice and BCA pre-workout? I'm trying it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I did. And it's delicious. Carrot juice, celery juice, and BCAAs and glutamine. Mmm. So good. How do you deal with loneliness while isolating yourself from the world? Good question here. I talked about that last night, Ananika. Um, make sure you watch that rant. But listen. Listen, there's going to be a lonely chapter in your life before you become the person that you want to be, which is the successful or the financial independent person that you want to be, you know, to have a major breakthrough in your life financially. There's a lonely chapter and it's unavoidable and it's inevitable. You know, most self-made millionaires go through this. This is normal. And you ask me, how do I deal with it? Well, I think how you deal or how I dealt with it is I realized that I had to get comfortable with being with myself, right? Like the first step was like the reason why I was lonely because I realized that all my friends and family, they didn't, do, they didn't want to do what I wanted to do. Like, you know, when you meet people and they say, oh, you know, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be, everybody talk about how they want to be rich and successful and do great things. But it's a small amount of people that are actually taking action. Then a, a much smaller amount of people who are actually committed. I was freaking committed, okay? And I was so committed that I didn't want to have useless conversations with people. I didn't want to text people. I didn't want to call people. I didn't want you to ask me, how are you doing? You, do, you know how family call you up out of two years and one year, hey, how you been? Well, I've been doing absolutely phenomenal. What do you mean? I don't want to have these short futile conversations with people. I just don't. Even now today, I don't want to do it. So it was inevitable for me to be alone because the people that I used to like and hang with, I didn't I didn't like them anymore. Like I didn't, it's not that I didn't like them as a person. It just, I was just changing and I didn't want to waste time. And you're going to realize this. As you go through this journey of maturing yourself and self-developing yourself or developing yourself, you're going to realize that you just don't want to spend much time doing things that is not productive to the goal. Okay? You just don't want to do it. You're like, what am I doing here? Why am I having drinks with my friend for what? Talking about what? Talking about women? That's, that's boring. That's terrible. What am I doing? I'm out with my girls talking about how single I am and how I'm going to find a man. Come on. Right? Going to happy hour, talking about how God did this. I mean, that's just... Very useless conversations here. It doesn't add any value to anybody's life. Event, okay, great. But so it's inevitable if you continue down this journey to become a successful person to be by yourself because you just don't want to be around almost nobody. And the group of people that you want to be around, they haven't, they're not going to accept you yet, which are millionaires and billionaires. They're not going to accept you, obviously, because you're just not one of them yet. You have to earn your spot in that group. So you find yourself by yourself. Now, let me tell you the, the powerful point or uh, the powerful part about being alone is you get to know yourself. You know, for the first time in a long time, you get to know who you really are and you get to think about who you want to become. Like you're going to be aware of your attitude, your emotions, how you feel, 
your activities. You're gonna just see yourself do certain things. You're like, what do you do during your day when you're alone? You're on social media, on TikTok, you're looking for distraction. Like you're just you're able to be very aware of what you're doing. Right? And the reason why I said it's an opportunity for you to get to know yourself, because you get to know yourself and you get to like yourself. And then you get to fall in love with yourself. Does that make sense? Many people, it's my belief that most people don't like to be alone because they just don't really like themselves or they don't love themselves. And it's not because they're just, they hate themselves, but they don't like the person that they have become. Does that make sense? If you're by yourself, like right now it's 12 o'clock midnight, many of you are in your bed right now and you're thinking about the person that you've become, you don't like it. Because you got problems, pains, debts, you made so many mistakes, and that's the only thing you think about. So you tend to define yourself based off the mistakes and pains and issues and adversities that you've been through. So you don't like yourself. You don't like what you've done. You hate that, you, that you're an alcoholic. You hate that you smoke. Some of you hate that you watch porn, you masturbate. I mean, you know, uh, have casual sex and, you know, you do all this stuff that you know, vape or smoke weed, you just don't even like that you do that. You hate it about yourself. Some of you overeat. You hate that about yourself. So people don't want to be alone because now they have to deal with the stuff that they don't like. But let me tell you something. If you're able to deal with that self and have a meeting with that self, I call it a meeting. And the meeting goes like this. and say, hey, self, you've been doing things that doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve the greater good and it doesn't serve the person that you want to become at this moment we're going to stop some of these things we're going to change our habits we're going to change our attitudes we're going to change our behaviors we're going to change the people that we're around does that make sense you gotta have the conversation with yourself because that's what happens when you're by yourself alone right you're talking but you're talking to to yourself okay so that's how you deal with it, okay? Talk to yourself. And you tell yourself who you want to be and what are you willing to do to get there. What is your advice for being in, to- in a toxic household? I feel like it's a distraction. I'm the oldest. Well, how old are you? If you're 21, you need to move out. Hey, Wes, how are you? Jennifer from Canada, how are you? Am I able to book a mentor session with you? Sure, but it's $75,000. I know what you're thinking. It's cheap. Yeah, I know. I have studied the top people who I look up to, and I got to say, you are 1,000% on point with your message. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. I'm going to scroll down here, folks. Okay. What are your core principles or values do you attribute to your success as a millionaire? Um, yeah, I can answer that. So some of my core values, the reason why I'm rich right now, the reason why I have millions and millions of dollars in my bank account, one, it's going to sound trivial, but like I believe in myself and I believe in, I believe in the crazy part of me. Let me explain the crazy part. Like, I mean, I have dreams that I'm going to do business with Oprah. I have dreams that I'm going to speak 
on stadiums of millions of people that are going to be watching me. I had dreams when I had nothing that I was going to make millions of dollars per month. Like, I just truly believe in my craziness. You know, many of you may call it craziness. I call it just reality. So one is belief. You just got to really believe in yourself. And believing yourself is not caring at all about what other people say. Like when I quit my job, you know how many people told me to go back to work? Parents, brother, go back to work. What are you doing, Wesley? You, you're going to all these seminars, you're investing all your money. You had a good job as a computer engineer, go back. But I didn't listen to him and I didn't even care. Like I had, like I believe in myself so deeply even now. I care nothing about what people say. I swear to God. I'm almost to the point that I'm rude with it. I just don't care. I'm so nonchalant. Like, I don't care what you say. Like, about me and about my goals and my dreams? No. Because I understand that you're operating on a totally different level. And that's just the level of mediocrity, you know, averageness. And I, I'm a high-performance elite individual. So I can't expect you to understand nothing that I'm talking about. Does that make sense? Like, I can't even expect you to get it. So... One is belief in myself. Two, discipline. I'm extremely disciplined. I learned discipline when I started to go to the gym in my 20s, in my early 20s. And I would go every day, sometimes twice a day. I was disciplined. I didn't care if it was rain, snow, thunderstorm. I didn't care. Like, I was going to the gym. And I learned how to be a very disciplined person. A disciplined person is just a person that is... That is that that does what is necessary, regardless of what's happening in their life. A disciplined person does the things they don't want to do as well. They do the things they don't want to do. But they do it anyway. Because they understand it's necessary for them to become the person they want to be. So that's two. I'm just extremely disciplined with everything that I do in life now. Even now, I mean, I'm just extremely disciplined. Three, I'm an extremely stubborn, confident man. Okay? I'm very dogmatic. Stubborn, listen, I just, you know, it worked in my favor. I just believe my own stuff. Like sometimes... My beliefs may be a little bit insane, but I just believe it. And sometimes I can be very stubborn to other ideas and other people and what they say. I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? No, 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 this is what's going to be done. Like, I'm very stubborn with my own thoughts and beliefs. And that served me. In some areas, I did need to listen and shut my goddamn mouth. But honestly, being a very stubborn person allowed me to really stick to my guns and because I, I'm a self-made millionaire, which means I, I, I really did it by myself. I didn't have anybody to help me. And some people get help. I didn't get any help. So I had to be very stubborn and believe that I was going to do it. And I'm confident, obviously. I'm just com- And confidence, honestly, itself, I'm just, I'm just certain in everything that I do, which means is you may call me arrogant or cocky, but anything that I want, listen, I've always been like this. Anything I want, I'm going to get Anything. I get the I get excuse my language, but I get whatever the fuck I want. If I want something, it's mine, period. And that's like confidence. I'm very unapologetic. Like I don't care. I say certain things. It may offend certain people. Okay. I can always apologize, but I'm going to be myself. 
Like I've always been this way. I sometimes I'm silly, sometimes I'm corny, I'm cocky, arrogant, smart, intelligent, crazy. I mean, whatever. You know, I can be. <laughs> you never know. I'm a very capricious person, right? And I'm okay with that because that's my true self. So that's another thing about me. I live exactly how I want to live and I act the way that I want to act at any given moment. Okay? I'm never trying to cater myself to a crowd of people. Don't don't even care. Okay? I think you should allow people to attend your life. I am. I mean, come in, folks. Listen. What assets do you have? I have about seven homes. Um, most of my vehicles are paid off so I can sell them at a profit. Um, I mean, I have a bunch of stocks and mutual funds and index funds. Hey, Wes, how did you build your speech and confidence? Did you read, watch videos, listen to podcasts, or just always had it? Yeah, Chris, believe it or not, my speaking skills were poor in my 20s. It was terrible, horrific. And I give example. You know, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway because I want to help you. Um, I remember writing up a resume in my 20s. And you know how we lie on our resumes, right? If you're not lying on your resume... Come on now, lie on your resume. It is what it is. So I, I basically read the job description of the job and I copied, I copied everything from the job description and I added it to my resume. And I did that just to ensure I get an interview, right? That's why you got to lie because you just, honestly, if you're not fabricating that resume, it's going to be very hard for you to get that interview. So I got the interview. I'll never forget this. I'm talking to this Caucasian lady, right? She's interviewing me. She's the manager for the department, okay? And I'm talking with her. She says, you know, I didn't want to bring this up, Wes, but how you write or how you, like looking at your resume and looking at the word usage on the resume, you don't speak um, the way that you speak doesn't align with what you have on the resume here because obviously the resume was very professional using all these very large words complex words right when which no one uses <laughs> right and she said, you know, the way that you speak doesn't align with your resume. Any reason why? I said, well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I was embarrassed. I didn't get the job as well. So, you know, that day I realized that I needed to learn how to speak properly. And I'm going to give some tips. I talked about this last night as well. But what I want you to understand, Chris, the reason why you speak the way that you speak today it's because of the people that you hang around most. And most of us hang around people who we're comfortable with. And who are those people? Can anybody comment below? Guess. Pookie and Ray Ray. That's your friends. Your high school friends. Your neighborhood friends. Your college buddies. 
So think about how they speak. I want you to close your eyes. Think about your three best friends, closest friends, even your mother or your father. How did they speak? What was their vernacular when they would express themselves? You get it now? Now you see the reason why you speak the way that you speak? Yeah. You just have adopted that type of language and even the way that you use words from them. Okay? So, obviously I wanted to change it. So, let me share with you the reason why I'm able to not only, I mean... Obviously, I know how to articulate myself very well, but I'm a, I'm a very influential person as well. Like I know how to influence people with language, I understand the linguistics of language, the persuasiveness and how to use certain words and how to change my tonality and how to speed up the cadence and how to slow it down and how to change my tonality. Does it make sense? So, and guess what, Chris? I didn't go to school for this. As a matter of fact, I never went to college. I went to college, I dropped out. So I don't learn this in school. Let me tell you what I did. One, I got rid of Pookie and Ray Ray for sure, right? I stopped talking to my friends. Stopped having those conversations. Two, I began to listen on YouTube. I began to listen to great speakers. And I was obsessed. Which means is like for eight hours a day, I was listening to good great speakers on the internet, you know, good, great orators, people that spoke very well, eloquently. And I will listen to that stuff over and over and over and over and over again. I wasn't listening to the radio. I wasn't listening to Drake. I wasn't listening to any music. I was listening to great speakers over and over again. And I can give you a few people that you can listen to. Jordan Peterson, listen to him. Like, take a year out of your life. Who know who... Is anybody familiar with Jordan Peterson, right? The guy from Canada. He's a clinical psychologist. I mean, this man, I've never heard someone articulate themselves and drive a point home like him. He's so intelligent. Even his the words that he used and the way that he used them, like it's, it's very complex at times. It's almost like reading a book that you don't understand, listening to him. But he's fascinating. So let's listen to him for, for a year. Like, just listen to him. What, what I want you to understand is, and you don't have to try to consciously understand everything that this man is saying or even other orators, even Wesley Virgin. You can listen to that guy as well. I heard he's pretty savvy as well. But listen, the unconscious part of your mind will begin to not only pick up phrases and words that these people are using you will begin to have their tonality, their cadence, the way that they pause, okay? Even their dialect, the tone, you will start to assimilate it, okay? And that's what I did. I did it for years. And number two, I listened to new words every day. I was continually inculcating new words into my vocabulary. And I would use it in sentences. And I would use it when I would speak to people. Okay? So get yourself, 
can go to YouTube and type in learn new words and you can just listen to it every day. I do it today. Like when I leave the gym, I'm listening to new words. Words I've never heard before, but I listen to them over and over again. I listen to the word. I listen to the definition of the word and how the word is used in a sentence. Okay, and I do this daily. Does that make sense, Chris? Can you do that? Okay. Let me scroll down here. Wow, your content is unmatched. Thank you so much. Yeah, Jordan Peterson is absolutely awesome. Shout out to JP. And in men, I do advise you to learn how to speak well, not just so you can be more business savvy and be able to articulate yourself with different type of people and different cultures of people, different industries. Listen, women love a man that can speak well. Women, comment below if I'm correct. Comment the word amen if I'm talking facts. They love it. They absolutely adore a man that can articulate himself that can express himself very eloquently. She loves it. Because let me tell you what, how many men do you know that can speak very well? Lawyers, doctors, and, you know, business people, people that own companies, uh, successful entrepreneurs. (laughs) Everybody else or every other man talks like they're in seventh grade. Like you have to get rid of the ums and the ums and I don't know. And man, you have to learn how to look a person in their eyes when you're speaking with them. It exudes confidence. You know, I I was talking to this one gentleman like a couple of months ago and I'm talking to him. And he's looking to the left of me. He's not even making eye contact. It's almost like it was nervous or like I intimidated him. And men do this with women as well. Could they get nervous to get shot? No. Confidence, like when you're talking to a woman, I'm not trying to derail the rant here, but when you're talking to a woman, look in the eyes. Look her in the eyes because a woman will look you dead in your eyes. She won't look to the left or right. She's going to look at you because women are always in trance all the time, right? Um, look at her when you're speaking. Speak with confidence, but you can only be confident if you're competent, which means you have to educate yourself. Learn new words. Listen to great speakers over and over again. And you will undoubtedly start to speak this way, okay? You'll you'll just start to speak this way. You see that? You see the ladies below? You see the comments? I love your voice, Wes. I mean, women love my voice. It's not just because I have a sexy voice. I know how to use my voice, okay? Man, you have to learn how to use your voice, You have to train it by listening to other men that speak well. I'm telling you, it's nothing more attractive to a woman than a man that speaks well. I'm telling you, women love it because it's uncommon. Okay. Wes, why be on offer owner versus running ads on your own? What? See, that's another thing, folks. You got to learn how to write. God. That's what Jordan Peterson said. He said, you need to learn how to write, talk, and read. 
I'm not going to even answer that question because it doesn't make any sense. What's next here? Answer my question. What is it, Mariah? Are you into real estate? See, that's another thing. Are you? Why couldn't you just write the word A-R-E and while you, you put the letter R in the... That's just lazy. Don't be lazy in language, folks. Hey, Monica, how are you? Do not be lazy in language. When did you change your name to Wesley Million Dollar Virgin? Uh, a couple of years ago. But now it's Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin, obviously. Okay, we had to upgrade here. When did you change your name? Yeah, Mariah, what's your, what is your question here? What about a woman who can speak well? What about it? I mean, I don't care if a woman can speak well, honestly. I mean, be personal. I mean, obviously, I don't want her to speak like she's from the hood. <laughs> you know, I just like a soft-spoken woman, honestly. But I, I, I do enjoy a woman that can speak well. Not like me. I mean, I'm on a whole nother level, you know. And many women can't. I don't. I don't want a woman that speaks the way that I do, honestly. Um, but you know, that, that can just. She can speak. She can talk properly. But you know. She still can know how have a little fun, you know. <clears throat> What's the most important lesson you've learned about managing wealth? That if you want to be wealthy, it's simple. Write this down. Spend less than you earn. Really, it's really that simple. It's not about how much money you make. I learned this years ago. I thought I didn't have enough money. But I realized I didn't know how to manage money. So spend less. If you spend less than you earn, you will have money. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Okay. I sent you a request to talk to you. Okay. You want to talk to me? Sure about tonight. Mariah, why did you decline? You said you want to speak to me. Oh, God. We have 80 million people in here tonight. All praises to the most high. God is the greatest. Man, this rant and this podcast is really, really growing here. Thank you so much for that. What are your thoughts on the hustle culture dying off? Standard of living versus quality of life. The hustle culture. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was just talking to my best friend tonight. He's in real estate and, you know, he was talking about how it's going to take him 10 years to make $500,000 a year. I'm like, man, that's insane. Because he's, what he's doing and how he's building the business, to me, is obsolete. Even to him, it's, it's just the old way. And it's because he just refuses to evolve with technology and AI and computers. And I get it. I know some of you are not computer savvy, but it's no excuse not to evolve because in the next 10 years, it's going to be an upset here. I mean, financially, oh, God, people are going to be hurt because they're going to lose their jobs because AI and other technologies that you don't even know that's being created, it's going to trump your current position. It's going to happen. I mean, 
I'm talking about maybe hundreds of millions of people in the next 10 years will not have a job at all. They're going to be waitresses and waiters and looking for work because technology is going to replace you. Okay. And that's what companies want because technology is cheaper and more efficient than people. You just got to know that. Right. But I know some of you just believe you're going to have a job forever and what you'll see. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not down with the hustle culture. I mean, listen, it is a grind when you first start a business. But honestly, if you're smart, the grind is a little bit different. There's so many ways to automate certain things, and you just have to be willing to learn technology. I know somebody that knows technology. So we don't have to hustle the way that we used to, you know, 20, 30 years ago to make money. Wes, I mean, why use Digistore ClickBank to run your office instead of running your own Facebook and Google Ads in-house? Why use? Well, Digistore and ClickBank, they're merchant processor. So they're the people that process the credit cards. <clears throat> Answer my question again, Mariah. I just tried to go live with you, so I'm after, and you declined, so I'm going to ask you to be quiet. What role do you believe intuition plays in important business decisions? Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to go with your gut. You know? I, I don't know. You know, I don't know how important it is, but sometimes you just got to go for it. I think it's more important to make a decision instead of the right decision because I'm so you don't know what the right decision is until you make a decision. And I think so many of you, you just fail to make a decision because you're trying to make the right decision. But actually, you don't want to make the wrong decision. You know, how many of you are like that? I don't want to make the wrong decision. I don't want to make the wrong decision. I don't want to start the business. It's not the right business. I don't want to date this person. They're not the one for me. Yeah, whatever. Listen, life is all about experiments. It really is. Life is one, one big experience. You just got to try shit. You got to just try stuff. You know, you don't, and I've tried a lot of stuff. That's the reason why I'm rich, because I just try a lot of stuff, a lot. And I just realized that it wasn't the thing I needed to try. It didn't give me any result, but it doesn't mean I stopped trying. But, yeah, just make a decision. Don't be so concerned on making the right decisions in life. Just make a decision. And if a decision is not the right decision, make another decision. Make sense? But the key to success and wealth is just making a ton of decisions until you get the decision right. It's just like taking a shot. Steph Curry, he's probably the best point guard or the shooting guard on the planet because he made a decision to shoot the ball more than other people. Okay? That's it. And he does. He shoots it a lot, but he just makes it. But he still has to make a decision to shoot. I understand that merchant process, but you make most m most of the money off affiliates. Why not run everything in the house? Why do you need affiliates? Well, why not? Listen, why why wouldn't I have affiliates if they're going to make money and I'm going to make money too on autopilot? Why wouldn't I have affiliates? What are you talking about? Come on now. I mean, that don't, doesn't make any sense. So you want me to just spend all my money and not have affiliates? Affiliates are spending their money. And then I'm allowing them to make money, too. It's a win-win.
Thank my guy. If you have a pet animal, what would you have? I wouldn't. I don't. I don't do pets. I don't do dogs. I don't even date women with dogs anymore. Honestly, it's not my thing. I'm not cleaning up nobody's poop. I'm not walking no dogs. I'm not cleaning up no hair. I don't want any. I don't want any pets at all. Regarding making a decision, do you think trusting your gut or intuition is the best way to approach it? Not all the time. Sometimes you have to make an educated decision, which means you have to get the facts, do your research, then make a decision. Sometimes you can make a gut decision, but I think it's important to do your due diligence at times as well. It just depends on the context. All right, she sent the request to join the live again. Let's see if she declines. I can't what's going on oh I can't see you so I thought we were equal oh no we're not equal I have this going on like my little like tree on the side and that makes me feel good but why you don't do this with anybody else so don't do it with me but I have a question for you see Listen, okay, listen. If I agree to go live with you, your light has to be on. I need to be able to see your beautiful face when I'm talking to you. Now, I get it. You may say, well, Wesley, well, you don't have to do it because I'm the motherfucking mentor. What are you talking about? I do what I want. This is my rant. This is my rant, okay? Okay? You want to be dark on your rant? You just hit the live button and you go live on your rant. And you can be dark. But on my rant, it is my rules. Is that clear? <sighs> you know, it's like going to a classroom and the teacher is teaching. And you're trying to teach her on how he should teach. It's his classroom. He may say, well, you need to stand up and talk. No, I'm not standing up and talk. You're not standing up. I'm going to sit down. He's going to send you. To the principal office, you're gonna lose. Stop it. Stop playing this game with me, folks. Jesus. She must be brand new. My rhyme must be brand new. What do you believe? What do you believe is the relationship between personal growth and professional success? I mean, what do you mean by professional success? I need you to. Break that down, Swabe. Do you, do you have a mentor? Of course. My mentor is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. True. It, I'm my own mentor. I don't have anybody that I call or text when I'm making a decision. I talk to myself. Okay. And I'm my own mentor because I'm a creator. I'm a manifester, which means I can manifest whatever I want. So I'm not saying I would never ask the advice of like if Warren Buffett was here and I need some advice with the stocks, maybe I would ask him, but I don't have a mentor for my life or anything, honestly. Like I'm living my best life. I mean, I, I, I'm living and I've manifested, I've created it because I just understand 
the powers of the mind. And the powers of the mind is limitless. You can just create whatever you want. It's just, you can't. And so, no, no mentor for me. But you have someone you model, not at the current moment, no. Maybe years ago, but now I am the model, okay? I'm the model. <clears throat> I've cre I'm creating the mode, the model of what life should be. That's why I have such an extravagant life. Because if anybody wants the type of life that I have, well, you can model me. But no, I don't model anyone. I just create what I want. And I begin to manifest it. <clears throat> Thanks for the hearts. We got Diana in the house. But you have someone? No, I don't. I have a video so I wish the buy button drop down, 40 minutes video. I copy you and it worked like crack. You're very welcome. I told you folks just to model me. Like to be successful, just, you know, it's just so simple. I talked about this last night on the rant. If you want to be successful, just model successful people. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know why you folks are trying to be innovative and trying to create something that has never been seen. I'm going to create something that's a billion-dollar idea. I'm going I'm to show you something you've never seen. Okay, well, you're going to be broke, right? You're not Elon Musk, folks. Many of you are not going to be Elon Musk. I'm not Elon Musk either. This man is in, just, he's an alien. He's not even real. Okay, this guy is super intelligent. He's the only person that should be doing things like rockets and electric cars. You should be modeling other successful people and getting rich. Model what they're doing and make it better. That's it. It's the fastest way to make a ton of money. Mariah, I have to see everyone I go live with. Okay. You made me rich. Much love, man. I'm glad I did. You made yourself rich, man. I'm just a countless here. Okay. Questions here for me. Folks, are you getting value here tonight? Come to our value if you're getting value. Are you taking notes? Are you learning something? Are you just listening to me not taking notes? That's not smart if that's what you're doing. Right? Take notes. This is the last time, Mariah. If I don't see you clearly and I go live, I'm going to block you, okay? Just letting you know. So get yourself ready. Hey, Chef. Nicole. We're going to give Mariah one more opportunity. Uh, Look at my hair. I was in the bed listening to your million dollar rant. See, I'm so proud of you. You got up, 
Yeah, like trying to fix my hair and stuff. You're, yeah. You're fine. You're a beautiful Thank woman. You. Thank you. See, I, I like that you took action <laughs> because you, like, you let me know that. Trying you to fix think that. my hair and stuff. Like, come on. It's people on the live and stuff. No, nah, you're fine, Miss Mariah. So talk to me. How okay. can I help you? Okay. Well, you can help me in a lot of ways, but you have been helping me. So I appreciate that. Okay. Um, now you not like now I'm feeling like what was I gonna ask? Uh, okay. Um, I forgot. See, I'm pausing. I'm you pausing. forgot? I, I'm pausing. Well, now I got to pull my um, brush. Think about it for a second. It's going to come back to you now. It's going to come back. Okay, give me one second. Hold on. Okay. All right. You did say something, and I think that you should, like, engage people on your um, live more often because you do inspire a lot of people, especially okay. me. Okay. So you're saying I, I need to go live more? Not, no. I'm sorry. Well, there you go. No, I'm saying, like, go live with people who actually have questions for you. Because oh, yeah, yes. People are, are, like, looking for ways to expand their business, do things like that, mm. da, da 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 Yeah. For me, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> for you. Because I had to get out of bed. See what I'm saying? And then the other thing about it is too, I be like, like kind of sleeping, but it's a subconscious thing that I listen to, and I'd be like, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, I need some more of that, some more of that, because there's people around you. Let's talk on this topic. People that will be around you that they know that you are a great person, like somebody that's like absolutely great. And um, they will take that and they'll run with it type shit. Do you get okay. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. in a bad way? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah, so, and then you don't know anyone else but the people like that. So, like, how do you get from around people like that and you expand your, um, I guess, the people around you? So. Oh, you're trying to get away from people that you know need to be eliminated from your life? Mm -hmm. And what's yeah. stopping you from eliminating them? They I'm, all know. I mean, they we can do it right know, now. We can just block the numbers. We can just pick up your phone and block the number right now if you wanted to. Well, why can't why can't we block them? Yeah. No, no that's a question. Tell me why. Mm. It might be like a relationship type thing. I'm just gonna keep it very like cordial, but it might be like a relationship type of thing and just So you're in a relationship uh, with a guy? Yeah. Long story short. And you love the guy. Are you still with the guy right now? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't support your dreams? Yeah, he does. In a so sense. What is his problem? What is I don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, like, I just, what is what is the what is the thing that you're worried about that what bothers you about him? Oh, that's deep. Um, 
just what I, I I think it's the unknowing. Like I just don't know. Just oh, you know, come on, it's a safe place. <laughs> I'm here to help you. If you want me to help you, I need you to be open. I just want you to um connect with people more, not me though, because it's people on the live. So oh, pick you somebody you else. Pick, get somebody else to do it. Get you're somebody. Not, you're else not ready to, do it. to be vulnerable, huh? Get somebody else to do it. Get somebody else to do. Mm -hmm. You do what? Like get other people to like go in there but what i'm saying is appreciate everything that you like say everything you do appreciate it on oh, god like for real and i and i like the fact that you actually like care about god you know god you like you're not one of those people so you're you're really actually solid you know what i'm saying yeah. so i just want you to um connect with people more so Mariah, um, what? Why are you so afraid to let him go? Oh my God! Please don't do that. But why? Just don't. I, I'm just that's that's the only question I'm asking. Why are you afraid? I'm not. Just. You not afraid to let him go? Mm, it hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, it's tough. Relationships are tough on Why hey. you don't, don't do this to me? But you know, just remember something. How old are you? I'm 31. 31. 31 years old. You know, it comes a point in a woman's life that she has to choose herself. And, Ooh, and unfortunately, but see, but see, this is the thing though. I've yeah. been giving I've been giving myself a lot more like I'm kind of like proud of myself right now. Not kind of, like seriously proud because I've been eating good. Like I dropped like five pounds and I'm like, you know, this is good for me because I felt like I was like stagnant. Like I was not doing anything for myself. I'm doing everything for myself right now. I'm giving myself so much love and it's just like, it's actually working for me so i can't answer any of the questions i'm just on a very much like self journey right now and i'm proud of you and yeah. that's what's important yeah but like i said don't be afraid to let them go and you know what you're doing right now you're learning how to actively love yourself and what happens it with a lot feels of women great. it feels great and if anybody needs to know like even if i can be an example like I'm just saying, if anybody's watching this, anybody, I could be an example. I'm telling you, like, loving yourself is like top tier. It's top tier. It's you know what, Mariah? Once you fill yourself up with love, you're gonna let that man go. <laughs> You'll see. I already know. Yeah, you already know because your your love, unfortunately, is with him. That's how you feel it. But yeah. you're learning how to feel and nurture your own love yeah yeah i'm proud yeah. of you thank you i'm proud of myself you yeah, know absolutely. like and thank, you, here, and like thank I said. you for turning on the light for me I, I do appreciate that listen i'm gonna get back in the bed honey oh i know you are <laughs> all right much love <laughs> see you later just <laughs> yeah folks um you know I love what I do. Who want to go live here? You know, I'm in a mood to go live with you beautiful people here tonight. But turn on your video and listen, I, I get it. I know sometimes it's hard to have these deep conversations about your individual life. But remember why 
you here. And I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to help you. And you know what I realized? Even when you're trying to be a more progressive person in life, you know, using the issues is not about money. <laughs> it's not. It could be people that you're dealing with in your life. It could be your own uh, lack of emotional intelligence. It could be just a lack of loving yourself, devaluing yourself. Don't even know that you're devaluing yourself. And that affects everything, by the way. That affects, like, your identity, how you feel about yourself, affects everything that happens in your life. Okay, so I'm here to help. This is a safe space. Everybody here is positive, and they're not positive. I will block them. Okay, so who wants to go live here? Uh, Roger. Let me see here. Layla, how are you? Oh, wow. My You're brother. on. How are you doing, my brother? Man. How are you, sir? I'm how are you doing? Good. I'm doing good. Uh, so I've been connected with you this whole time. And I took the dog for a run. I'm in a, I'm in downtown Houston. What part of town are you in? What what state are you in? Oh yeah, I'm in downtown Houston as well. Are you really? I'm off of Westheimer. I'm three blocks north. Oh, I'm off Westheimer too. See, that's Houston right there. You see that? That's okay. That's your city hey, right my brother, there. you got it. So, uh, River Oaks. I'm, I own a big entertainment company. I'm, I got you on the. I got you on the computer. <laughs> I got you on. I got you on this oh, phone. I, love I got it. you I love on this it. phone. <laughs> it's uh, so so Saturday. <laughs> I will be uh, I'll be at Lock Bar River Oaks. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard Lock. I know. Yeah, I've been, man, I've uh, been there, yeah. So I'm running the entertainment company uh, or the entertainment over there, in uh, at Lock Bar. What's that? That's over there by Bisu, right? That's next. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh the River Oaks uh, shopping center over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's next to the. I think that's yeah. next to Bisu. I believe it's on the other. Okay. Over there by yes. Equinox. Hey, excuse me, I'm shirtless right now. Uh. No, so wait, fine. this view that you got right here is uh is the city. Wow. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. I just started following you. Uh, I don't know what came across. Maybe we got some mutuals. Um, of course we do. But uh, I just came across you. So you, you got to apologize for me. But I resonate 1000% um, with everything you are saying. So I have religiously gone monk mode and studied this uh this self-development for five six years and the last year it took off it went crazy um st started two two nice. different businesses and now i'm just scaling and working my way up uh, but if you were to give any advice to somebody for scaling an agency or an entertainment company or con or i also do construction what what would you recommend to me um or, or to people watching. So when you say you're in entertainment, can you give me a little bit more context? Like, so what do you do? Me personally, I do solo live looping. Uh, uh, I'm a multi-instrumentalist. I do, I do, I rap, I freestyle, I sing. I do a drum machine. I do a, a, a keyboard. 
uh, guitar. Oh, okay. So you're like an entertainer. You, you, you yes, play sir. play at the restaurant. Yeah, you the, play the piano the, the and machines. all that. Um, so I'm kind of. If you ask any cover musician in Houston, they'll know who Roger is. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm in the cover scene, so I'm trying to blow that up. But I'm also booking 20 different groups, bands, solos, duos, trios, uh, different different artists. You know, for weddings, clubs. Um, and then I'm also doing construction management on the side. But the bread and butter, the bread and butter, oh, bread and butter okay. is the, the entertainment. Me behind the microphone singing to these people. I'm able to, you know, to ramp up the amount. So are you like the guy at yes, Mass Shows that sing behind the piano? I, I don't play that. Oh, not, hey, man, they are amazing. I, well, I love it, man. You're booking some talented people because man, I just, they have uh, skills. So the lady you know, do you know this girl named wait Jessica? Jessica. She plays at, at Mastro sometimes. Sometimes she's in the Woodlands. I can't remember her last name, but her first name is. Jessica. I believe it. so. The entertainment she's amazing. lady. She lives out in uh, Maryland, so that that's Atlas Restaurant Group. But you know, I have never been to Mastro's. I just booked the some of the acts that go there. Oh, uh, okay. So you want to scale that basically? You want to. I'll be getting more bookings you, for restaurants. Um, I want to scale everything. And in the last year, I focused primarily on the agency. So booking other artists. And now I, I changed my name from Jack. I was asking about the name thing. I was Jack Sings. I was a totally different name. And now I'm going back to Roger and I'm branding that. So next week I'll be on TV. Uh, I'm booking things in Austin, Houston. I want to specifically, I'm gonna, if I'm going to be honest with you, I want to scale my my performance, and I want to be playing giant stages. So right now, just to not. Oh, oh okay. So Correct. you want to be like Drake? Let me tell you, man, you're spot on. I got I've you. Telling people the last few weeks, I've been talking to my dad. Hey, dad, do I use Roger Tinkin, my full name? Do I use Roger Junior? Because I'm Roger Tinkin Junior, and he said no, just Roger. And I said, oh, like Drake. And he said, yes, Roger. Just like you got Kendrick, uh, you know, you got Tupac, you got Biggie, just Roger. And uh, so so that's what we're doing. We are pushing Roger. And it's um, it was Roger Jr. So that's where we're at. I was literally just tracking things here tonight. Uh, you know, I'm tracking things here as well. Uh, but I'm about to start. I've been doing this full time, eight, nine years. And, and Wesley, I have capitalized immensely on the Houston market. And now I booked three shows in Austin today. I'm on Fox 7 Austin next week. I've done American Idol, America's Got Talent, but now we are going full force with it. And it's to the point where I'm working 20 hours a week. You know, this morning I was doing construction in Conroe, but I want to build all of them, of course. There's no limits. Like you said, the mind is, is almost limitless. And uh, so, but right now yeah. I want to specifically build Roger. And um, the reason I say just Roger is because nobody is really doing what I'm doing. And I'm noticing that and other people are noticing it. And so what would you, what advice would you give me? Okay. I mean, let me give you some advice. Uh, first of all, congrats, Roger. I think that's a great stage name. You know, it's easy. It's understandable. Um, what I, what I want to share with you is I want you to get clear with what you want. Yeah. I don't think you're clear yet. 
you know, just listening to you for the last, you know, 10 minutes, it just seemed like you're all over the place a bit, which is normal, you know. Um, but I want you to get clear on what you want for Roger as the entertainer. You know, that's why I said you want to be like Drake. Like you want to be famous, significant. You want to be traveling the world, singing on different platforms, stages, so that, Grammy Awards, that, BET correct. Awards. That is the goal. But my main goal is I want to heal and help people. And I'm videotaping my shows from four or five different camera angles. And I'm recording it professionally with my mixer. I'm a one-man show. And I am. my main thing is I want to touch like you are doing. I want to touch people's lives and help them and help them heal from trauma or deaths and things of that nature. That's the main thing that I'm focused on. But yes, success and fame and recognition in the platform, almost to the degree of what you have is something that would be very beneficial. And I feel like, yeah, so you see where I'm going with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I want you to get clear. So what I want you to do tonight, yeah. after we get off this live here, I want you to pull out a sheet of paper. I got it right I want here. you to get a pen. Yeah. And I want you, okay, there you go. I like that. And I want you to write on top of the stage, Roger, what do you want? I want you to write that. Roger, what do you want? And, I'll, and before you start writing, I want you to think about that. You know, really think deeply, like, you know, what do I really want? I have talent. I got skill. But what do I want? Like, how do I want to impact others? And how do I want to heal others? And why is that so important to me? And what does that look like? What does that sound like? So when you're writing, I want you to write as if you're creating this new story or this new chapter in Roger's life. Like, because you just changed your name. So now you have a new chapter. So we're writing Roger's new chapter and when you're done writing, I need to be able to read this to the point that I am very clear on what Roger is going to do and what he wants. Like, there's no ambiguity. And there's no vagueness. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that's unclear. So that's what I want you to do. And I want you to do that for the next 30 days. Every day, I want you to write, Roger, what do you want? And I want you to write exactly what you want. I don't want you to put any limitations. I don't want you to think about how you're going to do it. I just want you to write what you want. What do you want from your career? What do you want as an entertainer? What do you want? Just what do you want? And then the next day, I want you to do it yes. again. And then every day, I want you to get more clear. Yes. Which means I want you to get more detail. I want you to get more specific, like down to the to minute detail every day for 30 days. Then after that, on day Day 30, yes. you will have a, a blueprint on, yes. on the man that you want to become. Yes. It'll, it'll be a blueprint yes. for you. Make sense? Because right now, you're just all over the place a bit, you know? You just, you want to accomplish a lot of different goals, but you're not crystal clear on what you really want. And I understand, you know, sometimes when we think about so many things we want to do in life, we want to say, well, I want to do everything, I want to do everything. Yeah, but it's impossible to do everything. It's like LeBron James, he can't be a famous pitcher and a famous basketball star at the same time. It's just impossible, right? Because that's just not how the brain works. The brain has to focus. If you want to be exceptional, it has to focus yes. its energy on one thing and one thing the most. You know what you do well. You know what your core competence is. You know exactly where your talent is. Focus there. 
put the energy there. But in addition to that, know what you want. Like, what does the outcome look like based off your talent, you as the entertainer? What does that outcome look like? And I'm telling you exactly what I did 10 years ago, man. This is exactly what I did. I went to a park here in Houston, Texas called Royal Oak. I mean, I went to this gated community. Um, I mean, obviously, I just snuck in every day and and I would drive my 1980 Hundo Accord and I would sit at this park and I would write down what I want every day. And I did it for like 60 days. And I would just write. And I was designing the life that I have here today, like mm -hmm. the exact life that I wrote in that journal 10 years ago, I'm experiencing now. So now this is what I want you to do. So, so Got I it? have, uh, you know, I've done that for the last year, since August of last year. And, and I've been slowly filling up every single one of these every morning. I'll write, I'll write, I won't even drink coffee. I'll write down everything, the dreams, the first thoughts. And uh, it really hit home when my grandpa passed a couple months ago. And I, I noticed there's something deeper. There's a very deep purpose and uh, thing that I'm supposed to help. So the main thing is, is, is the music. And I'm realizing I've cultivated, it's taken me a year, I've cultivated the idea of, okay, the music is what's is what I need to focus on and, and a solo artist. So that's what we're doing here. And that's what we're doing now. Um, but I will, I will do that. I'll write that down. Um, yeah, yeah. Trust me on this. Trust me. Just do that. It's going to give you, instead of thinking about what you need to do, I want you to do what you want okay. to do. Make sense. Cause want and need are two different desires something that you need to do is something that you feel compelled to based off of maybe something that happened in life situations but something that you want to do is a passion that's something that you do because that's just what your heart feels and that's the best place to be in life if you're able to be there to do something that you're actually passionate about that you want to do and you do it well but in addition to that like i said before you have to know what the outcome is man you got to know what does it look like like, if you want to do all this stuff, but what does the outcome look like? What is that end result? What is that finish line? When you get to that finish line, what does that look like? You have to experience that. And you need to know ex exactly what that looks like, what it feels like, what it tastes like, what it sounds like. And once you know what that looks like, the path to get there will be revealed to you. So I have an idea, and this is what I've come up with. It's find an extreme sense of balance in my life and then experience all that the world has to offer. And then to close off that, it's to help myself, my family, my friends, and our, uh, our community. That's, I've searched for like the last year on what it could be and that's what I came to. So that's kind of. I want you to get, I want okay. you to get deeper than that. It's not deep enough. I want you to go. I want you to go deeper. You know. I mean, what you say is what everybody says. You know. Oh, I want to help family. I want to help this. I want to do, man. But what do you really want? Look, I give example. Let me tell you what I wanted. I wanted to wake up and I want to have myself have my meals ready. I wanted to be able to wake up out of my yeah. bed and look at this beautiful view from my freaking penthouse. 
I want to have a maid that's in here every single day to make sure my home is clean because I believe that an organized life, an organized home is commensurate to an organized life. I want to be able to have seven cars because I want to drive a new car or a different car every day of the week. I want to be able to travel the world wherever I want to travel and I want to travel first class and stay in Foster Hotels. I want to be able to retire my parents, write them a check, and never have to work another day in their life. I want to be in the bottom. See, yeah. this is this is what I wrote. Um, I wrote these things down. I didn't write anything vague. I didn't say, well, I want to be successful. Why well, don't I make a massive contribution to the world? I didn't say stuff like that because my mind doesn't know how to interpret yeah. that, right? You know my quote. My quote is, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what mm -hmm. you picture. Whatever life that you want, want you have to picture the life your mind has to be able to have an image of what the life that you want what does it look like and if you don't give your your mind a tangible image something that it can really understand then you're just vague you know it's like how do you picture financial independence you can't even picture that because what is financial independence how much money is that and even if you have the Money, what are you doing okay. with the money? You got to go deeper. Many of us, unfortunately, we stay on the surface level. But see, Roger, I want you to go deeper. I want you to go under the surface. And don't be afraid to say things okay, that you so really want to do. I just do. saw here my little brother just started college and he's uh, about to be 19. He just joined this live. Uh, he's at AM. So he is, he is one of the only okay. people that is resonating with me on that level. And and if I were to say something selfish, it would be to create that bond because he is so like-minded with me. So, so that would be one like selfish thing. But uh, I feel what you're saying on the waking up and having your meals prepared. That seems. Uh, it seems. Yeah. See. Look. See. See. You can yeah. actually picture that, right? <laughs> but you can't just picture just. Well, I want to be to help my family. But what does that even look like? Helping with what? You got to remember, write these words down below. Mm. Clarity is power. Yeah. Clarity. You have to be specific. If I build a house, what is the first thing I got to do before I build a house? You know, you're in construction. Foundation. What do you have to do first? No, you got to put together the blueprint. So, so I've been Come on, man. <laughs> You need. You can't just lay the foundation. You gotta have okay. a blueprint. You can't just go out Sometimes there and start digging a, holes. We have an engineer team who does some of that, but yeah, you're right. You're... Well, of course. Come on, it's always the blueprint becomes. It happens before anything happens on that plot. The blueprint is always first. It's the same thing when you're building a life. You can't stop building a life until you have a blueprint of what the life looks like. Because how, how do you build it? Because you don't even know what to look at. You're like, well, we're just going to build something big. And you come out there and just start doing stuff. And that's how most people's lives are. They're just doing stuff. But they don't even know what it looks like. Because they never thought about it. They didn't put it together. You can't build the life until the blueprint is done. And the blueprint is, it, uh, is what you're going to do. Was unless it always changing for you as time went on? Absolutely. Yeah. Every day it changed. Some things that I wanted on Monday, I didn't want any longer on Tuesday. So, you know, I yeah. really don't want that. I want this. It's clarity, man. You got to get clear. Like, listen, the bigger the house, 
the longer it's going to take yeah. for the blueprint to be done, correct? If I'm going to build a $100,000 house, the blueprint may not take too long. But if I'm going to build an $80 million mm -hmm. house, it may take one year. Just for the blueprint, not even building. Just for the blueprint. Correct. Make sense? So you have to determine what type of life you're trying to build. But that's the process. Trust me, that is the process that you need to go through. What everybody goes through that is actually successful. If you talk to any successful person on the planet, they knew exactly what they would say. Hey, what do you want? They would tell you. Mm -hmm. They would tell you with clarity. Because the people that become very successful in their trade, their their um, their industry as an entrepreneur, they know exactly what they want clearly. Make it happen. It's happening. Hey, Roger. Uh, Much love, brother. Uh, check out the website. Uh, because I know you're in Houston. I'm playing everywhere. So it's theoneroger.com. But uh, I hope to see you soon, man. I appreciate you, Wesley. I, I, brother. I appreciate yes, you too, brother. I'll Much love. Right. Later, brother. All right. I love it. But, folks, let me say it again. Clarity is power. Write that down, folks. What's up, Bessos? Clarity is power. Listen to me. I'm trying to save you five to ten years of averageness and confusion and uncertainty. Clarity is power. You know how long someone told me to write down in the journal? You know how long it took me to write? Ten years. I didn't do it because I didn't, I didn't think it was effective. I said, well, I know what I want. That's what I kept saying. I know what I want. I need to write it down. And many of you are going to be 30, 40, and 50 years old. And finally, only because you're not getting the result that you want, you're going to write it down. Claire, tis power. Katie, best dose. Okay. Clarity is power. You got to get clear about what you want. The bigger the life, the bigger the blueprint, which means if you want this extravagant life, it may take you a while to put the blueprint together. It may take you some months to be very clear on what you want for your life. What do you want for your health? What do you want for your relationships? What do you want for your money? Okay. Life has to be designed you got to design the life first many of you just go on out there oh let me start a business come on let me start this let me start this and then you quit give up you say it's too much it's too hard because you had no clarity you didn't know why you were doing it you thought money was a big enough motivator for you to continue through the process. It is not. Okay. Let me go live with another young lady here who wants to go live with me. Man, I see my queens on here tonight. Queens, can I tell you something? Queens, queens only place. You women are looking absolutely gorgeous tonight. Just want you to know I'm looking at your profiles. I'm looking at I'm looking at the picture here. You look good. All of you. Okay. Just want you to know that. What's next? What's next? <clears throat> if you want a small life, small blueprint. It's up to you. 
If you want a com life of confusion, just create a confused blueprint. That's no blue. That's no blueprint at all. Okay. And if you really think about it, many of you that have a life of chaos right now, or you have a life of uncertainty and pain and depression and all this bullshit, because you probably haven't created a blueprint for your life. You you have nothing. You haven't even written down what you want. <laughs> okay. You're welcome, Lois. Questions. I'm willing to go live with a young lady here. Okay, that's next. What's next here? Questions. Talk to me. Talk to me. And if you're done, let me know. I'll go to bed and get to work. Okay. Did you get value here tonight, folks? Do you plan your time too? Do I plan my time? No, I do the same thing every day. I go to the gym. I work out, meditate, eat, talk to you. So work. Got a very simple life. I have a very simple life, but I have a very fascinating. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll say that I'm a simple man, but I have a very fascinating life. I'm, gonna, I'm a very simple man, but I have a fascinating life, okay? I mean, unbelievable, extravagant, spontaneous, orgasmic, thrilling, enthralling, unbecoming, okay? All right, folks, I love you so much. Thank you for joining me here. And if you don't mind, if you got value, hit the like button for me and share this video out. And always leave comments if you're on the podcast itself. And you can always find me on Spotify or you can find me on Apple Podcasts. Type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast in Google and you get access to every rant and every podcast that I've created in the last four years for you, for you to condition your mind because conditioning your mind is, is, is so extremely important to your success um, because you are conditioned right now for something many of you have been conditioned for poverty and some of you have been conditioned for averageness so if you want wealth conditioning we'll listen to my rants because that's what I talk about I'll talk about wealth and money and prosperity and I teach you how to assimilate those beliefs so listen to it in the morning Listen to it while you're at work. Listen to it while you're in the car. Listen to it while you're working out in the gym. Listen to it while you're on the treadmill. Listen to it while you're on the toilet. Play it in the background while you're having sex. It's good. Play me in the background. Right? Much love. I love you so much. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin.